Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Christian Peter. I'm sorry, but the stories I have about Charlie are not appropriate for the public. The right case of the Mondays. It's Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, on Hale Varsity Radio. It's that time, a Monday with Charlie. Mr. Blackshirt is back. Charlie McBride, Hale Varsity Radio, powered by... Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We say hi to the coach. Coach, are you buried in snow or are things thawing out for you? Thawing out for you. Up here, we get snow and then it rains and turns to ice and then snows again. And so we got about two inches of ice underneath our snow. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how, let me ask, do you know how to ice skate? And if so, do you just put them on to go to the store? Yeah, the guy. The guys are out ice skating today. The kids went down the way. They actually come from California, and they come for a few weeks in the winter. And uh, they uh, they shovel us up. They have a snowblower, and they get cleaned out the ice, and they go skating at night. They have a light, and they have a good time. Charlie McBride's with his coach. Uh, I want to start off with some basketball before we get into football and. Had a chance to say hi to Danny Knee on on Saturday, and I know you and Coach Knee connected from time to time, but it was a really cool moment for him and in his 93-94 team on Saturday to to get honored. Did you get a chance to watch any of Nebraska on Saturday? Yeah, well, I I did. I did, and uh, yeah, I I haven't had a chance. I didn't have a chance, of course, to talk to Danny, but he was a great guy, and I we were we were uh, spoke you know probably at least once a week on the phone or something. And uh, but I got to know him pretty well as when he was here. Uh, so it was it was nice to see him come back. It was kind of I felt a little bit like it was kind of nice to see Frank come back. And sure. when he came, when Danny came back, I think it was you know kind of was icing on the cake of the. Of that whole kind of regime that he had, and mm-hmm. you know, he 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 was he was a good man, and um, you know, he worked hard at at the game. I, I know uh, a lot of the guys that worked for him, Gary uh, Bargain, that worked for him. You know, Rudy's got a lot of them too. Because one of the things we we talked about last week on the show, and also on our, our Saturday morning show, was that. Danny Nee, one of the most admirable things from an outside perspective looking in on him was that he, he kind of embraced the role of being a, a basketball coach at a football school. He didn't hold any ill will about that, and, and he really worked with what he had in that sense. Do you have any, any memories 
of Danny Neen and his his times, you know, being the basketball coach, but still embracing being that that coach at a football school. Yeah, well, Danny lived out at out at Firethorn, out in that area, out there, and he uh, he played. He started playing a lot of a lot of golf. That's the one thing that I, you know, I kind of hooked up with him a little bit, uh, you know, a couple of times, and and was able to get to know him a little better when when he first got out out there. Because um, I had looked at the same place that he ended up buying, and, and as, it, as it was, and um, you know he lived right there. Pat Claire, Doctor Claire lived right down the street, and so all of those guys that live out there, um, Sunberg, he's passed now. Mister Sunberg, that uh, you know, Craig played for us and was a quarterback and stuff like that. But Danny. He got Danny was very you know was was real close to football guys and um, you know and usually a lot of times that that, that doesn't happen but with him uh, it was easy. I think it would have been interesting. Uh, you, you said you, you looked at the same place he bought, and it got me thinking. A sitcom with Charlie McBride and Danny Nee living under the same roof probably would have made millions. Yeah, could you guys have been roommates? <laughs> well, I I don't know exactly what. You know what you mean by that, but I mean, well, you know, let me clarify. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, could you guys have have shared a house like two buddies? Oh, yeah. Is what I mean. Oh yeah. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we are both we're both rotten, so either we're had worked out. Okay. That's that's what I, that's what I meant, Coach. <laughs> Uh, I, don't Charlie. You, I don't know what you mean by that. Wait, that's the loud <laughs> screeching brakes to an interview. <laughs> oh man, uh, Coach, uh, let's switch to football. Um, and uh, what? Get, Are we both get us in trouble? <laughs> possibly. Uh, possibly, but uh, we are overreacting to to Dylan Riola, but had a had a pretty good showing at the uh, Polynesian Bowl on Friday night, and the all-star team, Carter Nelson there, also Tamua, the, the offensive lineman for Nebraska, performed pretty well. But what are your thoughts with, uh, with uh, you know, Dylan coming in as, you know, winter conditioning's uh, ramped up and ready to go today? Well, I think one, one of the things with winter conditioning is, is is that uh, you know I I don't I've never seen their program as far as you know agility work and footwork stuff and flexibility and stuff like that I you know I think those things are really important because I know a lot of guys are they just spend time talking about lifting weights and stuff like that and there is, there is a couple of things that I learned a long time ago and one one was a, from a kid named Mike Webster who played in the NFL for a long time and we were very, very close and um, Mike traveled around the world he was so interested in weight training and tried to find a way to lift just for football and he did that and came back and uh, you know explained it to me how it worked and it was pretty simple but you know, a lot of a lot of schools have different ways of doing things, and and so it's that way. But you know, we we looked at Penn State one time when we played them, and I didn't see a belly hanging over a belt buckle there at all. I mean, and they were just like, I mean, they were they were good athletes, and 
So I think, you know, you need to develop these kids in, in different in different ways. And uh, I think, you know, the flexibility and the, those things are really important. We and Brad brought the track coach over and, and taught some of those big kids how to run, and they had running drills and stuff like that. So there was a lot of things in, in, in there where we did some teaching, as well as had, a, had you know, a, a program for flexibility and, speed work and things like that. Charlie McBride with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Charlie, when you think about getting these these kids acclimated and, and in with the team, is there any important steps to be taken in the next, say, three months before spring football to make sure that the freshmen feel comfortable and, and welcomed by the team? Is there anything you tell the upperclassmen? What does that process look like? Well, that, that's that's a really really important thing to to have to have done is to get the older guys involved, and that's that's primarily what well, we talked about it a lot during the year and and stuff like that, and 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 eating with them and going, you know, don't just you know not know them because you, you can't you're going to be playing with some of them, and if you don't even really know them that well, it's kind of funny your team doesn't feel like. You know, it's really some kind of brotherhood that you're trying to accomplish. So the, you know, it's up to the older, you know, any older meaning sophomores, juniors, and seniors to make it easy for these guys, especially these guys coming in on portal, because it's, uh, you know, it's really hard to play a game when you really don't know, you know, some of the guys that you're playing with. And so that's that's an important thing. But the coaches have to stay in contact with, uh, you know, with the players. And a lot of times they kind of lean on the guys that recruited them at first. Uh, I think, you know, there's a whole list of things that you need to do as time goes on. You need to find out, you know, I know you guys were talking the other day about uh, – Turn you know what turns you on and what doesn't. Well, each kid is as different as his face, mm-hmm. and they learn differently. And so, you got to find that out. And they can take you know they can take uh, um, orders and things like that differently. You can, some guys you can holler at and get after them, and they get it motivates them. And some guys they don't like to have somebody yelling at you. And so you have to know those things, and that's why. With freshmen, I always started them out hard and uh, found out what, you know, you can find out pretty quick, you know, where they are. And as far as their, you know, their their feelings, a lot of times they've had coaches that are on them all the time. And, um, but, you know, and, and then you, get, you come here and, uh, you know, you, you either get somebody that's on you all the time or somebody that's not, and, if, you know, they don't know. What you, you know, how you can react to it, and you can't. You we never find out what turns them on or off. Coach Charlie McBride is with us on Hill Varsity Radio, and Coach, you briefly mentioned it in that previous answer about how the sophomores, juniors, and seniors. I mean, a part of their job is to take the freshmen under the wing, and a lot of people say that good teams are coached owned and great teams are player owned. What kind of a role does the upperclassmen taking the freshmen under their wing play into that, and how much does that really affect the team moving forward? It affects the team a lot. Uh, you know, the leadership part comes out there, you know, and, and the younger guys see who the leaders are, and if they walk around deciding, well, who the, you know, who leads this team, and, and they're confused, and it can confuse them. 
a little bit because they've gone through high school and they've been leaders, and a lot of them are, you know, hold back because seniors are, a lot of times kids are different, and, and a lot of times kids resent the fact that if you're trying to lead and you're really a young guy and you really don't know everybody and it, it, it you know, kind of rubs some guys the wrong way, and where other where younger guys are just trying to do their best to, you know, make the make the program go and and get guys to follow them and do work. But uh, you know, but the seniors are the guys that mainly are the are the ones and and uh, and juniors and 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 I think it all happens off the field too. I mean, in the chow hall in the dorm. Stuff like that, and and a coach. The coaches, coaches are always, you know, involved in stuff off the field too. You know, they they only have some get-togethers, but uh, I think, you know, going in the locker room. Sometimes we used to go in the where the freshmen were a lot, and sit down and talk to them and and meet some of the guys we didn't know. You know, because I mean, it, we have to do be the same thing. We have to do the same thing because there's. Maybe you shook hands with them or something like that, uh, you know. Or you know, you can usually break it, break it up pretty good by saying, you know, I remember you were 22. I remember seeing you on film, and I remember doing this, and you know, and, and talking to them about their past a little bit, and then breaking with them that way. But uh, you know, so we spent some time with with the kids both ways, whether they're an offense or defense or anything, because. I mean, I was as, I was close to some of the offensive guys, uh, and and of course we worked together a lot. The offense and defense uh, lines worked together, so I knew a lot of those offensive guys pretty good. And uh, you know, and th- those are the kind of things that that happen. I think when they kids feel comfortable and I feel like they're wanted, you're going to have a football team. Charlie McBride's with us at Tail Bar City Radio Monday with Charlie and Black Shirt Monday. Coach, we'll get you out on this, and it's fun to, to talk with you uh, every Monday. We really appreciate it. Wanted to get your thought on, on the Chiefs and Bills game. Did you catch a lot of NFL this weekend? Yeah, that thing were cold. Oh, they make me cold looking at them <laughs> playing. But I'll tell you what, there was there was some guys doing a little extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can tell when they really want to win. You know, sometimes there's a little extra on the end of the tackles, and there's some, you know, a little extra pushing the guy off the field, and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, but I was I was happy for the Chiefs. I mean, you know, living in Lincoln, we had a lot of Chief fans there, and uh, so I was kind of, you know, kind of pulling for them. And uh, but you know, when you're when you're in Michigan, you just kind of keep your mouth shut and go your way. It's going way because you find all kinds of them here. Well, Detroit's a great story, and they've got a oh, yeah. tall task against San Francisco, but should be a pretty good ball game. Well, that's, they're excited about that here. I mean, they really are. It hasn't been what for fifty years, forty some years <laughs> since they were in a in this this position at all, and uh, so it's pretty pretty exciting for the people here having somebody you know in football do it like that like they're playing now well i mean last time the the lions won a championship seven yeah, i say charlie was still playing he was a freshman <laughs> well I, these, i'll tell you what they got some no names that are good football players mm-hmm. and that's where they came from and I, that kid from michigan and 
is doing a heck of a job, and I think he's in his second year now, and uh, I think he leads his team in sacks and everything, and he's really doing well. He's a motor guy, and he, he's going a million miles an hour all the time, and he's fun to watch. Yep. Uh, Hutchinson's been great, and Jack Campbell at linebackers, yeah, kind of a throwback player. player that's and, what I mean. They know how to win. Yeah, they do. They do a great job. Coach, you stay warm and uh, get out on that ice and go score a goal, okay? <laughs> I'll stay warm, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm going to hide out is what I'm going to do. I think oh, Charlie's going to have to hide right out or they get sick and die. Yeah, well, it is It is cold. You stay warm and we'll holler, at, we'll holler at you again next Monday. You take care. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Bye now. There he is, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, a Monday with Charlie. And uh, he and Danny, uh, they had a good time, man. They were, and, you know, Danny uh, Danny did a hell of a job recruiting Chicago when he was at Nebraska. And that's that's Charlie's town, of course, is, is Chicago. So uh, loved hearing a little bit about Danny and some NFL. And, yep, you're, you're team building right now, that chemistry is uh, ultra key for uh, for year two of Coach Rule and Company. He's done a good job of, of pouring that cement. We'll uh, hear from Jay Moore. Second part of the Black Shirt Hour continues. It's Hale Varsity, and we're powered by Cornhead Lager. Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio.